Countries FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Come on! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Did you get out last night shoveling? I did do some shoveling last night, yeah. I... I, I knew it was going to snow more, but I was like, I'll get a head start, you know. Yeah. Move some of it now and then. We're at and that. And I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> we're at that stage of the winter where I'll, we haven't had any yet. And we're still like, I'll shovel twice. I'll get it done. And I was thinking last night, too, while I was shoveling, I was like, for sure there's some dude that decided to buy a, a snowblower this winter, and he hasn't been able to use it, and he's going to be so excited. Well, I told you about the, s- yeah, the snowblower backpack. backpack that I can't use yet because <laughs> it was it made together. in China, and I can't figure out how to put it together. <laughs> and I think I think it was done on purpose to drive Western yeah. civilization crazy. Probably. It's a s- that's long-term w- strategy that's of, where of my China. Head, that's where my head goes. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Slam you, Chi. <laughs> that reminds me. I should tell you a story about one of my mom's conspiracy theories. Oh, I bet that's good. Oh, my God. She's telling me this. She's got a couple of drinks in her. I was talking to her on the weekend. And she was... I'll I'll relate the story in the six. Yeah. But as soon as she was saying it, I was like, oh, my God, that's where I get that from. (laughs) Anyway, yeah. You're going to enjoy this. Um... It was the anniversary. Yes, it's the anniversary of his death today. I think. Yeah. Yeah, j- uh, January tenth, twenty sixteen. Yeah. We talked about that the other day about that January twenty sixteen was uh, Glenn Fry died from the Eagles. It Lemmy. Was, yeah, Lemmy. A whole bunch of people. Yeah, a bunch of actors as well that yeah. month. Or within like three months. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. Little rebel, rebel to get us going this morning. So I'm the phone with my mom on the weekend. We were chatting about there's a conversation in my house about getting a booster shot because we're going yeah. traveling, right? Getting the COVID. And uh, so my wife, my my wife and I, uh, we're going to do that. So I was on the phone with my mom, and so we start talking about whether or not we've had COVID. And I knew this story, but she repeated it for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I haven't had it yet. I've tested a couple yeah, of times when amazing. I've been sick, and I haven't got it. And um, my wife had it once. She tested positive. So it was in the house. I think mm-hmm. you had it. Once I had it, yeah. Jimmy had it once. Yeah. I think yeah. he had it in January 2021. Yeah. Like we had him broadcasting from home. Yeah, um, he went to a little gathering. <laughs> Oh, that was the New Year's Eve. A little locked doors. Turn all the lights off so the police don't see us inside. Yeah. (laughs) I do remember that. But yeah, you never got it. I never did get it. Yeah. Didn't that whole bar get it? Yeah, everyone never got it. And uh, I was there with the previous guy that that we worked with, and I was the one who gave it to him, even though he was at- Well, you were walking around spreading it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else sits at the table. Clearly, you're the spreader. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not the DJ. <laughs> um, so anyway, my mom got really sick in 2019 in December. And I remember this um, because we were on the phone with, with her and we were talking about her plans. And she yeah. always goes to the island. She lives in Vancouver. She always goes to the island. My sister lives in Nanaimo and they spend Christmas there. Yeah. And she wasn't going. And I'm like, what's, what's wrong? And she goes, Locke, I'm 
never been so sick in my life. So if you do a little bit of research, there's a patient zero that brought it to Canada. Yeah. And they tracked it down to a guy, this traveling salesman who um, was in China and then in Italy and somewhere else and then landed in Vancouver in November, I think, of 2019. Yeah. And I, I think he died, if I'm not mistaken. And in December, my mom went to the doctor. This is how bad it was. She, um, she was that worried and my mom like never goes to yeah. the doctor. She believes doctors kill you. She probably went to some sort of ceremony first and then decided <laughs> yeah. on the doctor. So she, she knew she was sick. If she's going to the doctor, she is on death's door. Yeah. So she goes and she said the room that the waiting room was full and she walked into the clinic, doctor checks her out. He gives her some medication, some sprays and stuff like that. And he says, yeah, there's a bug going around. I don't know what it is, but everybody in here has got it. And we at that time didn't know what it was. Yeah. She was sick the entire month of December and um, into January. And then when it came out that it might be this COVID thing in China, da-da-da-da-da, I remember getting on the phone with her and having a conversation. She's like, I think I got COVID. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she's to this day, she goes, it almost killed me. She was sleeping in the, she was sleeping in her chair in, in the front room Yeah, because she couldn't lie down because when she lay down, she couldn't breathe. Couldn't breathe. Yeah. So anyway, she goes, I have a theory and I'm like, (laughs) what's your theory, mom? She goes, I think that the Chinese government was working on trying to cure the common cold and somehow it got out (laughs) because get this. She hasn't had so much as a sniffle since she got sick. (laughs) (laughs) Did she invent that one? I've never heard that one. She came up with this and I'm like, mom, I don't think that's a thing. (laughs) Love to hear her thoughts on windmills. (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. We can turn this into a topic as well. What's your go-to dish? If you're cooking, company's coming over. What are you making? For me, um, because of my limited expertise in the kitchen, (laughs) um, and that if my wife uh, left me to my own devices, I would eat eggs and sandwiches, literally every meal. Um, I have a potato thing that I do. Yeah, your potatoes. That's on the barbecue. The funny thing about that is um, if, I mean, I'm not going to, by any stretch of the imagination, suggest that I am a decent barbecuer because I'm not, but I can put a piece of meat on the on the barbecue and I can cook up these potatoes. And every time I make these potatoes, everybody goes, these are great. But everyone's already always very conflicted right. in the room because my wife disses the potatoes she them. so badly. Your yeah. potatoes are basically potatoes and two pounds of butter. Well, and they're awesome. <laughs> it just, that's that's it. all it is. Two sticks of it's butter. Just cut up potatoes. <laughs> garlic. And, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of garlic. Yeah. Add two Some pounds of butter. <laughs> Throw them they're on good. the barbecue. Yeah, they're they're good. Good. Your wife hates them. Yeah. yeah, my wife hates them. What are you cooking, Grant? Um, I'd like to cook a lot of different things. I'd say if I'm having people over, yeah. I do a good um, 
I got a casserole for my grandma. So when I was a kid, my grandma Johnson used to make this one casserole all the okay. time when all of us kids would go over there. Yeah. And I can I can recreate that casserole pretty good. Okay. It's one of my favorite things to eat still. Anita? Anita Johnson? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. Jimmy, God help us oh, if God. we ever get to a point in life where you're having company over at the Den of Sadness. But... Jambalaya. I'm good oh. at that. He does actually. He made me his jambalaya, and it yeah. actually is. It is pretty decent. It's but the, the it, to, just to clarify, the the jambalaya you ate was when I cooked it in your house. So not, I didn't get the runs. So, yeah. So you you didn't. Uh, I avoided dysteria. Not pizza pops. <laughs> I totally. I, I tried yesterday. I can't do pizza though. I don't know why. I can't. <laughs> I can't get it to flatten out. I I I can't get it to do anything. I had just a glob of pizza dough, and I was trying to flatten <laughs> it, and then it was, yeah. I. What I did you end up doing? Did you just throw it I out? I ended up just throwing it out because it. <laughs> I spent I spent half an hour trying to build one bloody pizza pop, and it just looked like a glob of dough. I can actually a, make pizza pretty good. That's uh, I. But making your own dough. Yeah. Um, when the wife was working, um, and. We were going to have pizza one night, and she phoned me. She's like, I'm not going to make it home until this time. You got to do the dough. And she gave me all the instructions step by step, and I made it. I've made you it made since. You made the dough from made the scratch? Dough, and I've made bread from scratch just by following. What? It. If you give me a recipe and you give me step-by-step instructions, I can follow it and make it. But I'm like, I need like step-by-step, and I'm yeah. going to follow it to the word of the law. Like That's I, my I, problem is I, I got this pre-made dough from... The Italian center shop, and I'm probably pointing the wrong direction. You are, and and the thing is, is there's no instructions on how to make it actually into <laughs> dough. I thought maybe you had to let it rise, and it wasn't rising. And then I tried flattening it, and it wasn't flattening. <laughs> and so, so it's the instructions' fault. It's all the instructions. No, because there is no instructions. One day. Get out of yeah, here! Yeah, yeah. I can I follow. Eggs. I can follow instructions. <laughs> I put eggs in a frying pan and toast in a toaster. It's about as far <laughs> as it goes. And raw hot dogs. And raw hot dogs. So, what's your go-to dish? Companies coming over. The locker room topic of the day. What's your go-to meal? Companies coming over. Chris is making hamburger helper. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's Where, extravagant. Where's our invite, over, Chris? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wes is doing the roast beef in the slow cooker for okay. at least eight to ten hours. Um, my problem with that is I never plan ahead. You know, I never take the roast out to thaw. And, um, yeah. You can't do it from frozen, but I find it better thaw. Um, Steven, this one is quite... Uh, he must be a chef. He makes steak tartare and steamed mussels for the appetizer. For an entree, he does pasta and then dessert doing pepper strawberries. The thing, though, is you're kind of getting a little bit off of the off the hook with steak tartare because isn't that just raw meat? <laughs> I think that's it is. It's like it ground is. beef. Yeah, it's just here's some <laughs> ground beef. On it, isn't it? It's star. It's steak tartare. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's your go-to dish? Company's coming over. Polyamorous Pepper texted in. You may we, remember her from the show. We had Pepper on before the... Um, talk about it. Before the sex show. The sex show, talk yeah. Because uh, she teaches lessons on how to be polyamorous and swinger parties and all sorts of things. So. Hey, she invited you out to one of their like clubs, like a polyamorous, yeah. like a swinger yeah, I haven't, night. I haven't taken her up on that you yet. You were going to go, though. You, I, I, it's still... I, been thinking about it i actually go for it i'm yeah um she said you have to do that yeah you need to like you there there's something this wrong the if step. you fail 
in in that like it's an experience. I I'm working on it. Um, can you imagine Jimmy at one of those parties? You'd be like a party favor. <laughs> well, and that's what she said. I imagine, you, as you can imagine, I have dinner parties all the time at my house. She said, "People coming over." I told you, there's a buffet. Um, my go-to it's is always food: barbecue steak with homemade roasted potatoes and peppers. But on the weekends, if they're having a party, and yeah, 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 uh, they do fondue at their swinger parties. Why does that seem very appropriate? <laughs> I don't want hot oil around my naked body, though. <laughs> That sounds dangerous. It's always got to be a little danger, Grant. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's your go-to meal company's coming over? Rob, I like your style because he is doing a buffalo chicken dip. Oh, yeah. I love buffalo chicken dip. Okay, fill me in. What, what, what's that again? So you usually Why do it like I... a slow cooker, and then it's chicken. It's usually a buffalo's, buffalo red hot, you know, Frank's yeah. in there. Cream cheese is usually mixed in there. Oh, okay. And it is the best. If it's at a party, like if you're having bringing an appy to a party, that is always the most popular thing. I've had a I dive right in. I've had a crab one. You for sure had buffalo chicken dip. No? If not, you haven't lived. I don't think I have. Honestly, I swear to God, Grant. It's the best. It's the best. I don't get invited out a lot. Probably when you're drunk at like a Super Bowl party, you've had it though, or something. Yeah, right? you had to have had it without realizing. Even, even some bars have it. Have a good one. It sounds unbelievable. Oh, it is unbelievable. I'm trying to remember if I've ever. I don't know if I have. To be honest with you, I stole anyway. it from a party one time. <laughs> just <laughs> just took to the New Year's Eve party, and then we were leaving. So I just it I'm was going home. They with made this. it in a bread bowl. <laughs> So I just took the whole bread bowl and everything. Uh, <laughs> it's totally secret. <laughs> see, see, uh, happy New Year, everybody! Can someone uh, get the door for me? It was awesome the next day. Um, Jesus, and Leon here saying he uh, just smoked wings and nachos. Never fails. Okay, yeah, yeah. Any kind of um, yeah. We got a couple of friends that that are into the barbecue, and and anytime I've been invited to a party where i know this barbecue i'm like come I'm on like, honey come on it's saturday let's go let's go please yeah we need to go please they're doing brisket the locker room topic of the day uh what's your go-to meal are we wrapping up here sure i'll okay. go through a few right. here i was laughing because christine wrote in sandwiches i was like what kind of bologna christine or? you and i simpatico <laughs> that i'll I come did, to your house for sandy's i did see that she wrote earlier and she that she does slow cooker pulled pork sandwiches oh but okay. she had just written in sandwiches again so <laughs> it's a little better than bologna but although i wouldn't be disappointed i am not upset I wouldn't be i'm disappointed. never upset with sandwich with bread and meat in the middle of it i don't know what it is Corey's got guests coming over. He's making chili with garlic toast and lots of Parmesan cheese on top. You know what? There are a couple of guys that I've that in my past that I that have been chili guys. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, we always had this chili eating contest thing here yeah. for years. Remember? And I don't remember that some worked, of the chilies yeah, yeah. that came in were awful, but but there'd be one in the room. There'd be was a couple like, that were really good. Like and, it, yeah, I shouldn't say awful. It would. There was none in there that blew me away. Yeah, but there'd be one, right? There's just something about chili. If you have a good recipe and you spend time with it, yeah, it 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 can be decent. Um, and then Kim Grabass, um, she is making lasagna. Oh, it's always a great choice. I had some friends who were in a band once, and they were touring across Canada, and um, 
just staying at friends' houses as they went. Yeah. And they said the one thing they were really sick of was lasagna. Cause because that's, that's what everyone made. It's a go-to. Oh, we got a band coming. There's four or five of them coming to our house. <laughs> we'll make lasagna. It feeds a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's why. My wife's lasagna recipe is amazing. <laughs> Although, and I will say this, it's one of those weird ones where th- there's a couple of dishes like this. I, I will never... Say no to a lasagna dinner. Like yeah, if she goes, you want to have what? lasagna? I'm never going to say no. I'm like Garfield, but I, I will enjoy it ten times more the next day. Yep, oh, me too. It's my that's favorite. A lot of a lot of pasta is that way. Soaks yeah. in like the, spaghetti. Soaks in the sauce. And but one thing a, a friend Her of leftover mine lasagna is yeah. so good. Uh, one thing a friend of mine does with uh, leftover lasagna is cuts it into little chunks, breads it, and deep fries it. Like so, it's like a, a lasagna more bite. healthy. Yeah, a, a lasagna <laughs> bite. She put cilantro in it. No cilantro. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. We live in a world where Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel are having a Beef. fight, and everyone I know is talking about it. Yeah. and it involves vaccines. And Epstein. Yes, Epstein's like, Island. That's that's insane. Like, just boil it. It doesn't matter where you side. We got a late night show host fighting with a quarterback from who's the NFL. Arguably the best quarterback of uh, you know the one last, of the guys who's out. One, one of, of the best guys who's times. ever played the game. Like yeah. you can't take that away from him. Yeah, one of the greatest is <laughs> fighting with the the host of the late night show or whatever. He ho- I don't even not- know what show he was. The Jimmy Kimmel show. I don't know what it is um, anymore. But um, and they're fighting on a podcast, a, a punter's podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it started. Aaron Rodgers made a comment about Jimmy Kimmel was going to be on the Epstein lists. Well, it started Man. with Jimmy Kimmel making fun of yeah, Aaron Rodgers in the last yeah. couple of years, and and so Aaron Rodgers decided that that he was going to. I I think you're right. I think he was trolling Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Um, you made a comment yesterday that you you sort of had this idea. Because somebody texted in and said that Aaron Rodgers is the Theo Fleury of the NFL. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Because Theo's deep in it. Like, he's, Theo is he's, he's fully, gone way down the rabbit yeah. hole. And I'm like, okay, Aaron Rodgers is in there. But I don't know if he's... I watched yesterday his comments. And I, I think... Listen, if there's a lineup yeah. on that rabbit hole... He might be able to reach and touch Theo's shoulder. He's getting there, hey? Yeah. Yeah, because I saw he was denying saying that Kimmel was going to be on the list and everything. And even Pat McAfee's like producers were like, yeah, he said it. He shouldn't have said it. Like The interesting part about this conversation right now is what Disney's going to do with this because Disney, Disney owns yeah. ESPN. So it'll be because I have a very sneaky suspicious feeling. So so okay, so you can have an opinion one way or the other and that's fine. Yeah. You can side with Aaron Rodgers, you can side with Jimmy Kimmel. I'm okay with whatever your decision is. Yeah, who cares? But what you need to understand is that down in the states it's a little bit different than it is in Canada. Like if you have a really harsh opinion like one way or the other, you'll get attacked by yeah. either side. So Aaron Rodgers gets attacked for his opinions online. Right, because of where he stands. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, he's touching Theo Fleury's shoulder in that in that world, and Jimmy Kimmel gets attacked by the other side. 
But what Jimmy Kimmel is getting is a little bit more severe. Like yeah, his, his kids, is like, I'm coming to your house. And his, I and know his, where you live. And his and his his family and his coworkers are getting death threats. And now he's got just because he's making fun of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's the sort of the next level of this that makes it really weird. And you could see Jimmy was trying to make fun of it the other night yeah. in his monologue because he did seven minutes on it. Yeah. But you can tell that he's stressed out about it because his wife can't go to the store to buy food anymore without a security Because guard. now Aaron Rodgers has tied him to the Epstein list, which he was not on. Yeah. And there was no like no connection with him on. And yeah, Just because States, somebody very famous yeah. said something very untrue about him, he now, his life is in danger, which is weird. That's weird. That's well, weird. Isn't it? Yeah, that's wild. Like, where, what time, like... It's bizarre. And also, like, you can have opinions on things, but you can't start accusing people of doing things because you're going to wind up in a courtroom, right? Yeah, because uh, we've talked about it off air. Do you think Jimmy Kimmel is going to sue Aaron Rodgers for he's saying that? He's threatened it. Yeah, he's threatened Because he has all the right to. Like, you're accusing him of something that there's absolutely no... Horrible things. The stupid thing about this story is that it's not going to die. We're probably going to continue to talk about it. And I think the reason we're going to be talking about it is what you just said, Jimmy, is that Kimmel is going to sue the pants off of Aaron Rodgers. And I wonder if this will have any impact. Pat McAfee... The, the guy that hosts the podcast. Yeah. I have a funny feeling that he's probably in a meeting right now. Well, this he's in, now he's in it. Yeah. yeah. With, with Disney. They got Walt Disney looking at him. Because mad. Jimmy His will sue head. Aaron Rodgers, but he'll also sue Disney. Yeah. Right? So that's because they allowed it to happen. So his, and he's, he'll probably have a fairly decent case. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, what what network is Jimmy Kimmel on? ABC. ABC is owned by Disney as well, isn't it? Uh, oh, they can don't. sue each other. <laughs> probably. ABC is probably. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there ABC you go. and Disney are one. As the world turns. <laughs> Stupid. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. You know, we have failed to mention this here on The Locker Room, and I don't think it's right that we have ignored it to this point. We have not done our due diligence in giving a shout-out to Eric Canada for managing to finish dead last in North America for on-air time performance. (laughs) Out of all the airline carriers in North America, they managed to finish dead last. And then here's my favorite part. Despite finishing last in North America, they actually have the balls today to put out a story saying that 2023 was their best year yet. (laughs) Best operational year in a decade. That's the move now, isn't it? Just make up your own news. I love it. Yep. Hey, you were the worst performing airline in North America. No, we weren't. We actually did our own research and we're number one. So I don't know what you guys are talking about. We're number one. Good job, everybody. Why is it so hard to be a good airline? We're Canadian. We're supposed to be polite. Even if your planes are late and my luggage was accidentally sent to Guatemala, (laughs) if you are polite and helpful, you're going to get five out of five stars on my Yelp. Why is this so hard for them to understand? Anyways, congratulations to Air Canada for having their best year ever. 
You deserved it. The Grant Report is brought to you by our locker room merchandise. Make wings cheap again. I got my hat on. Get yours today and join the movement. Online and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. And now we have transit news you can use with James P.P. White. (laughs) (laughs) P.P. So the ETS is extending the expiry date on their two uh, 2023 adult passes, sorry, adult tickets, youth tickets, seniors uh, paper tickets, as well as family day passes till uh, December of this year. So all the ones that would have expired in Jan- uh, January 1st so they will were, last for another year. So they were saying oh, okay. no more paper tickets after this and then yeah. they extended it? What the- if the tickets expired? Can you still use them? That that's that's what they're saying. If they if they expired in twenty twenty three. No, no. I'm just I'm making sure we clarify because there was a conversation that when the new year kicked in, that you weren't allowed to use paper tickets anymore. That you were only going to be allowed to use the ARC card. Right? Am I wrong? Yes, they're extending it because not enough people have got on the on the ARC card train yet. Well, the government. They're tracking it. Yeah. So I'm not going to get them. a card so in my so pocket. The, cards, the tickets that would have expired, like the the tickets that expire in 2023 that I threw in the garbage. Oh. Um, oh. Are, Why would you do that? I don't throw anything out, but I decided things. to throw those things out. And it's Hold on in the everything. dumpster. That's why you I, never throw anything away. I know. I the sure first time the I dumpster? threw anything away. Don't you leave most of your garbage in the kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably on the counter somewhere. So that's the one thing he decided to throw away. <laughs> because and because they also yeah I know that's what I just said. So what they're uh, so because they don't want to print throw out the current tickets that they have and print new ones that expire in twenty twenty four. So they're just gonna continue. These ones. When I was in Vancouver, I went down to uh, visit my mom, and I had to get a pass. Uh, yeah. So I got a weekend pass or whatever, right? And and the thing I like about the transit down there, and I don't know why they didn't do it here, is you use your card at the gate. Yeah. So you got to beep in and out, and then do they not you... do that here? Maybe they no. just don't have it set up yet. No, because no, we don't no, have no, a like, gate. There's no, there's no gate yeah. here, so you have to do it before you go down the stairs. Then, and you're oh, getting yeah, on yeah. Then you the g- thing. You have to get in and you have to get out. And then if you forget with your card, yeah, you're, you're not going to forget with your card because you have to hit it to get out. Yeah, I, I will say this: they those... talked about putting gates in here to keep the homeless out. Remember, they were talking about that a couple months ago. Uh, I think they should have put it in just from. Well, I don't that know why they wouldn't. Like, yeah. makes, like the our card here. You have to use it when you get on the bus, and you're supposed to uh, use the card when you get off the bus. Yeah. So but- uh, can I can I say this because I now that I'm in using transit now that we moved downtown from St. Albert, I'm on the bus more often than I've ever been in my life. Yeah. And the ARC card will if you're still the paper ticket person, the ARC card will save you money, right? Because. Yeah. It charges you for time, so you may not pay a full fare if you're only doing a quick stop. If you're if you're going yeah. three blocks it or just, whatever, it lets the World Economic Forum let, they know where you are, though. Well, China That's too. The downside, they go directly to Toronto. Yeah, China. So the other thing with it too is is and Jimmy's learned this is that you will cap out. So if you use transit a lot, you should get the art card because. If you, every time you tap it, it adds it up, adds it up, adds it up. When you hit a certain point in when a you day, hit a, no, it's in in a month. 
it caps you at $100. So if you use the transit enough that it's $120, you're going to save 20 bucks that month. Save 20 bucks. And I don't know what the passes are, but they're over 100 bucks now like for the the normal passes. Yeah, so so why wouldn't you get the, why wouldn't yeah. you get the art card? There you go. That's very useful transit news you can use. There we go. Good. So your old tickets, you can still use them is the moral of the story. All right. Okay. Thank you, Jimmy. All make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. Last week, there was a bit of a viral story. This guy's getting his sentencing um, in a courtroom in Vegas, and the woman just is about to read off whatever his punishment's going to be. Yeah. And he runs across the room and jumps, Superman jumps, and lands on her. Clears the bench, lands right on the judge. And a bunch of the the court, like security or whatever, grab the guy. They beat the daylights out of him and then drag him off. And the reason why I was intrigued by it was because the guy literally left his feet. Mm -hmm. It was insane. He airborne, straight over that tall bench that they have in court and right onto her, and then they beat him up. And then Grant said, when we were looking at that video, he said, I can't wait for his next hearing because mm-hmm. they're going to drag him out like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, I'm picturing him dolly. on dollies, the mask covering his okay, face. I have everything. the video. Okay. Jimmy, here we go. We got the video on, playing. I think, I think we can play the volume or the sound on this okay, one because there's no play. Swing. You got the sound muted. Why, why Jimmy, is it muted? Jimmy's got it muted. Okay. Put the sound up, Jimmy. There we go. Watch him when he comes in here. He's coming in right away. <laughs> here he comes. It's like 15 guys with him. You can hear the chains. <laughs> ah, he's got the mask on. He does have it on. And all the chains. They got pool noodles on his hands. He's giving eyes to somebody, too. Look at... They put pool noodles on him. That is a lot of security. What is that over his head? It's like a netting. It looks like a beekeeper's mask or something. It looks like they just grabbed whatever they had yeah. around the courthouse, and they just like, all right, you're going to wear pool this. Pool noodles and yeah. this. 27 chains. She, she's very far away from him as well, the judge. Old Mary Kay. Anyway, I saw that last night, and I'm like, Grant's yeah. going to appreciate Amazing. this. <laughs> and now, the locker room presents... Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. It is official. It has been confirmed that there is going to be a Mandalorian movie directed by Jon Favreau. There was a rumor last year that that they were going to do a movie, and then they said they're not going to do a movie. But it has been confirmed by StarWars.com. So that's the official Star Wars website. So So where in the history does this fall? Because they've already put... This Baby is, Yoda through the wood chipper. No, it is, he's not through the wood chipper yet. So this is supposed to take place after season three. So it's going to be uh, in... Will Pedro Pascal be in it? I'm going to touch on that one because uh, back in November, <laughs> back in November up, that they did say that he wasn't going to be in a the next Mandalorian series. He never said nothing about the movie. But if you remember, he just did the voicing in the last. They didn't show him at all in the last season. Because it's a different dude in the suits, right? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. A yeah, stunt guy okay. in the suits. Yeah. And you're ruining it for me. <laughs> it's so, like Darth Vader was a different guy so in the suits, on. right? Have we seen season three yet? I did. You 
You kind of said you didn't make it to the end because that was the okay, one with so the, that, but that was the that one. was season three. Okay, so this it. is supposed to take place after that. I, I watched it. I liked it. I didn't make it. I didn't make it through the whole thing. I don't. But think. also in this, uh, so what they have going forward that they're going to be working on. So they have the Mandalorian and uh, the uh, movie. They have that uh, Ray movie with the uh, female director, and then they have a Dave Fillion movie coming out. Uh, that so they're working on all of that right now. So what's I'm, the Dave Fillion movie? Dave Fillion is the guy that's directed uh, the Clone Wars, that directed uh, Ahsoka. So it's going to probably be dealing with kind of like a Rogue One. Like I thought, I I thought I saw something Star about um, Boba Fetish season two too. That that hasn't been confirmed. Oh uh, yeah. No, it's only official if it's Grant. If it's let on, Jimmy handle the Star, if it's on Wars StarWars.com. Okay. <laughs> but also, they are working it on an Ahsoka season two. Okay, oh, that right. has been confirmed. Uh, Ahsoka, there Come we go. On. There we go. We're all caught up in the Jedi Jimmy world of Star Wars. Thank you, little buddy. Yes. Find their podcast at 957cruisefm.ca. Welcome to the locker room. It's a fun thing to do if um. Uh, if you're not doing dry January, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, that's why they they do this every January now. It's because it's the slowest time of year to own a brewery or to own a bar because everyone's doing dry January and feeling guilty about their decisions over Christmas. <laughs> um, so they have brought back the Weird Beer Adventure in Edmonton. Starts today. Okay. So what this is is 16 breweries have signed up for it. You get like a little pamphlet, a passport. And you go to these breweries, and they have all brewed up very weird beers, and you get a stamp for everyone that you try, and if you get them all, you get like a um, that unique started beer today. glass. That starts today, goes till February 3rd. Where do you get the cards? Uh, I think at any of the breweries, they will have them. Um, and they are some of the beers, like Pineapple Curry Smoothie IPA, Stouts with Caribbean Jerk, okay, Tropical Squid Ink, Breakfast themed beers. <laughs> Some of the beers use sweet potatoes. Oh, I love a breakfast beer. Uh, sweet potato beer, smoked brisket beer. Um, yeah, some really weird ones. So that's kind of fun to do if you're a raging alcoholic. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I love about the brewery thing is you can be an alcoholic and and it's a hobby. <laughs> like, like you can go to a brewery uh... sixteen days in a row. And people are like, "That's a really fun thing that you guys are doing together. That's a, good that's for, neat. Good that, for you. That's so cool. Like if yeah, I went no. to a bar sixteen days in a row, people would be like, uh, do something else, man. Uh, um, some of the breweries on board, Grant. You want to list them off? Well, Alley Cat, Analog, Arcadia. Um, it's my friend's um, asymmetrical bent stick. Dog Island, Endeavor, the Growlery. Irrational. Have you had Endeavor beer? I think they're up in St. Albert. I, think I have. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I've I seen a, it. I had an IPA during the holidays, and From there. I was like, "Wow, that's good." Yeah. Um, Irrational Brewing, Leduc Brewing, Long Long Roof, Manual Labor, Odd Company. They just opened up a new uh, location as well. Odd Company did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Omen is on there. Polyrhythm Brewing, and then Town Square. There you go. So some of the weird beers that you little can try. scavenger hunt for the yeah. for the for the drunks. <laughs> what are you doing? I got to go to another brewery today to try some oh, more beer. Neat. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. I want you to want bag milk. Bag milk. Bag milk. Oh, I 
Big Milk, before we get started, this loosely ties into last night's game as well. We just said breaking news, breaking news with Grant Johnson. <laughs> Connor Bedard apparently had surgery on his jaw, they're just reporting. And so he's going to be out six to eight weeks now. They need to find a replacement on the Blackhawks roster for his all-star spot. Oh, wow. <laughs> Who does that go to on the Blackhawks? Yeah, that's a tough one. That, the the Chicago is just um, decimated right now. That should not have been as close that game last night, Bag Milk. No, not at all. It should have been a blowout. The Oilers should have been running the show. It should have been what you expect when a team that has cup aspirations goes up against an AHL squad. But that's just not how it goes. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't happen, but you got to win those games. And at least they found a way to win it because so many times in the past we've seen them lose those games, yeah. and it's so frustrating. At least they they, they grinded they it out. They managed to make it win. They yeah. only had 15 shots on net, but they did her. Yeah, it was. Uh... Yeah, you're right. Like you normally find a way to lose those somehow, but as the night was going on, it was just more and more and more and more frustrating because the Oilers couldn't get anything done. And then mm-hmm. when Chicago started running the show over the last in the second and the third period, you go, "What is happening right now?" Yeah, but um, they found a way. It wasn't pretty. They can't all be Picasso, but we're still yeah. talking about an eighth straight win. And ultimately, I, that's what's most important. I think that the goal last night was just, you know what? You take the two points, you get on the plane, and you get to Detroit and just forget this Shake whatever it happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing you could ever do. So Nobby um, seems to be fairly conservative when it comes to challenging calls. Is that? Is it, I mean, obviously, we're, we're doing well right now, but is that something that people online are are talking about is there is there a concern about that yeah so last night we did our post game show um called after dark on the others nation youtube channel and a big part of what was going on in the chat was why didn't he challenge the zach hyman goal the first one specifically i guess Connor mcdavid's goal when it got called off for goalie interference he's like why didn't he call that one yeah luke richardson called a challenge on a much more like marginal play and it ended up working out for chicago kept the game as tight as it was so yeah i would have loved knoblock to chart uh to challenge that first disallowed goal because ultimately they they could have really used it and that might have made a bigger difference in the game and i think it was you know it was a it was a worthy challenge i don't think that was goalie interference so yeah I, you're 100 right lock people were talking about it people were wondering why he didn't it was one of those ones it's where a trend though like i think it's it's a thing with him like, i think he's worried to pull the pin on that yeah, and but like at the same point, so I, I would agree with you. But then you know what? What's the worst that happens? You get a penalty. The other penalty kill is really good right now. So yeah. to me, take that gamble. I think people got used to like when when uh, Jay Woodcroft was out and, and Jeremy Koopal. Yeah, <laughs> they would have challenged those every single time. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. You're I think right. we just got used to that. Um, Bob Stoffer had an interesting comment last night. Oh, Bob, Bob, Bob Stoffer. Um, but I don't disagree with him when he called Zach Hyman the best free agency signing in Oilers history. How do you feel about that? Very disrespectful to Milan Lucic, no? <laughs> yeah, he's right. I'm, Bob's 100% right. He's, um, <laughs> Zach Hyman, before he came over to the Oilers, oh my God, his career high was only 41 points. He's going to have more than 41 goals this year. Yeah. So yeah. 100% he's the best uh, Oilers free agent signing ever. I couldn't think of another one because there is not one. So 
Bob's 100% right. Zach Hyman just keeps getting better somehow. Everybody loves him. He works hard. He's scoring some key goals and now even getting some uh, waved off just for old time's sake. So <laughs> yeah. Zach Hyman's awesome. I love him. I don't know why I need this, but I need Hyman to score 50. Yeah. it's a. I need him to nice, score more than Austin Matthews. It's a nice Leafs troll. <laughs> He's got um, the same amount of hat tricks as, as Austin. So. The other thing that I need, and, and listen, I don't know this kid, and I'm sure he's a great guy, but I am now cheering for Connor Brown to never score this year. <laughs> I can't be alone. How dare you? <laughs> last night, the Oilers were playing such a bad team. Yeah. The Chicago Blackhawks were supposed to be horrible. And obviously, we know what happened. And I go, listen, if ever this guy is going to score a goal this season, it's going to be tonight. So I put a $5 bet on it. And I was just like, I'm going to retire when he scores that goal against Chicago. Uh, and what did he do? I don't even know if he got a shot on net last night. So I, I just, I had so much belief. I felt like last night was the night and I got let down again. He, he did lot- He did not have a shot on goal last night. I just looked. <laughs> my wife my wife calls him the Lachlan Cross of the Oilers because towards the end of my um, my hockey career, I remember full games where I would step out every shift and I wouldn't even touch the puck. <laughs> so so uh, my wife affectionately refers to Connor Brown as Lachlan. <laughs> oh, look, Lachlan skated out of, the, out of the end there without the puck again. Uh, anyway, uh, do you have any thoughts on the Nylander deal? Yeah, my first thought is, oh, oh, Leon and Connor are going to get real expensive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, William Nylander is a hell of a player, and he deserves what he got. He's having a great season. He's doing. He's having a heater in a contract year. It's exactly what all the things a free agent would want to do if they're trying to make big smoke, and he, he's doing all of it. So when it comes to a deal like that, all I can think of is what's going to happen here. I mean, yeah can sign an extension with Leon Dreisaitl this coming summer. So what would that even look like? You're going to want to get it done, and if Nylander gets 11-5, you could argue Leon's going to get 13-14. So I don't know what that looks like. It's just I saw that deal come down this week, and I go, Mm -hmm. oh, man, our boys are going to be so expensive. Makes everyone else more expensive, yeah. Well, when you look at Matthews, Nylander, and you look at Marner, and you look at their deals... You got to be concerned as a Leafs fan that three players are chewing up what half your your cap? Yeah, almost right. Like, what I'm does curious. that do for the chances of you building a strong team around them? Right, and I think I think there are there are times when players go into negotiations, and I, and I don't know if Drysaddle is going to be one of those guys, but there is rumors that uh, McDavid, when he was sitting down. He turned down some money because he knew that that was going to hurt the team, right? Um, Yeah. And I don't think the Leafs have those types of players. Like Marner doesn't seem like a guy that goes, you know what? I'm here for the team. Matthews doesn't seem like that guy. Nylander, I'm sorry, uh, doesn't seem like that guy. I I get the sense Dreisaitl might be that guy. I bet you Mm. he doesn't sign a $14 million a year contract. I hope you're right. I really do. I, I just, I'm fascinated to see what's going to happen in Toronto because like you said, 
you got a lot of really expensive players. Somebody's going to got to go or else you don't have a goalie or you don't have enough players to play defense. (laughs) So I'm curious. I'm imagining John Tavares has got two years left on his contract in Toronto. He's going to be put out to pasture when that's done. I'm really curious to see amongst that group what happens with Mitch Marner. Yeah, he's a local kid. He's got the dad who's always chirping on social media, but why <laughs> best and all that stuff. So I'm really fascinated to see what they're going to do with their hometown boy. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, do you have an update on the nation vacation? Nation vacation just over a month. We're going down to Arizona, so I'm excited about it. We've still got some spots left. Nationgear.ca. We also have a different option now, so you can have the full package, which is the flight, the hotel, That's all that stuff. <laughs> or thank you. You can get down there. If you got your own means of getting down there, or maybe people are already down there, we have a flightless package as well that just comes with the hotel, the tickets and stuff, so you can come participate. And a lot of people are doing are doing that one, actually. They're just extending their weekend or whatever. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, okay. nationgear.ca. Go check it out. Come with us. We're going down to watch a, the the boys play in that tiny little barn of Arizona. That'd be so fun. It's, be it's a brilliant idea. I love it. There he is, Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. As always, thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.